Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back to the podcast by Royal Appointment. In this episode, we'll take a closer look at Prince Harry's girlfriend, Meghan Markle. Uh, we'll look at her background, her visions, and the possibility of her joining the British royal household. George, do you believe that this is the sound of a future British princess? Has Prince Harry finally found his match in his 35-year-old divorcee? Well, that's an interesting question. Um, I, I believe that it was, I think, very courageous of Prince Harry, but also quite unexpected and unusual for him to come up with this statement about Meghan and his willingness to protect her from what he sees as media intrusion in his life, in her life. But um, has he found his match? Well, only time will tell. I think it's, she sounds like a lovely girl. They're obviously, I think I read somewhere that they've met in Canada uh, during a, an Invictus event. Tell us more about Invictus, because you've been involved in some of that work previously, haven't you? Well, uh, in my previous position uh, at Get Images, I was involved, sort of, um, by allowing uh, our staff, uh, Royal Correspondent Chris Jackson, to uh, get involved with the charity and to follow and document um, the establishment of the charity and also its, um, it, its the first events in the UK and uh, the last event in May 2016 in the US um, when Michelle Obama, the Obamas were involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was involved, but not really. Chris Jackson was, definitely. Right. So let's look at what we know about Megan so far. She grew up in Crenshaw in Los Angeles. It's quite a troubled area of California, actually. Um, her mother, Doria Ragland, is a social worker and, and a therapist, a yoga therapist. And her father, Thomas Merkel, um, has Dutch-Irish descent. Megan spoken about her pride about being mixed race. There was my mum, caramel in complexion with light skin baby in tow, being asked where my mother was since they assumed that um, my mother was the nanny, she's uh, said in the past. We know she grew up in California. We also know that she didn't grow up in a highly connected Hollywood environment. 
Um, so that means that it must have been a difficult start um, once she, she has chosen to be an actress. Um, her father was um, wor worked on film sets, but he was not a director, didn't own a studio. And the fact also that she's from a mixed uh, racial background, her mother is considered in America as, a, as an African-American, probably means that it, it hasn't always been very easy. And to go back to Prince Harry, um, it's, it's a little bit of groundbreaking. Uh, whilst his, his uncle, Prince Andrew, in the, in the uh, mid-80s, also um, had a, a long and serious relationship with an actress, Koo Stark, Kathleen Stark, um, it, it's slightly different. But I guess we have to go with the times now. But um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's definitely different. I think you're right. I think Meghan is certainly going to raise some eyebrows in the uh, royal family. And, and it is not a particularly conventional relationship. But if you look at the rest of Europe, the winds are certainly changing. Because I, I remember when Crown Princess met a of Norway, even though she wasn't divorced, she had a son from her previous relationship and had to take quite a lot of sticks in her early days while dating Crown Prince um, Harkon. And uh, Prince Albert of Monaco also had a son, am I right? Yes, I mean... Or it's a few, he has got two... Well, you know, he has two uh, love children, one called Grace, um, who uh, was raised in America. He recognised both, and uh, the last one that he had with um, a stewardess, uh, he also recognised him, but uh, they're both out of um, contention for a succession, if there was one. So it's slightly different, but yes, it, you know, it's, it's different. I mean, we live in 2016 and these things are more common than they used to be in the past. And Queen Letitia of Spain, which was also married um, and divorced when she met Crown Prince Philip of, of Spain. I think Queen Mathilde of Belgium is one of the few who, who is actually from a, quite an aristocratic background. Yeah, 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 one, one can say that. Yeah, she's from a very, actually, aristocratic background. And to go back to the uh, Great, to Great Britain, United Kingdom, it's true that um, a great aunt of Prince Harry, uh, Princess Margaret, was actually not allowed to marry uh, the love of her life, uh, Captain Townsend. So, uh, yes, it, it is... It, well, let's see. I mean, he's only so far uh, confirmed a relationship with this young girl. Um, it means he's taking that relationship seriously. And I think he, the purpose of the statement was that he doesn't want any harm, he doesn't want any media intrusion, and he wants to protect her and her family. Another interesting point here is her financial background. Obviously, until you made it big in Hollywood, um, acting certainly doesn't make you rich. Megan um, described something really quite nice a while back. She was saying, I was not a girl who grew up buying $100 candles. I was the girl who ran out of gas on the way to my edition. I think that's really quite... Uh, isn't that the kind of princess we want who, who can relate to all different levels in society? I think so. Whilst... I think a lot of wealthier people have ran out of gas, including me, <laughs> on my way not to an addition but to a job. No, I mean, it, it, yeah, it, she, she's, she's down to earth. She tells things as they were or as they are. She seems to be a pretty open-minded young lady. And good luck to her. I mean, you know, she, she's, she's bagged a, a very nice, eligible, intelligent young man, Prince Harry. Her father has actually previously filed for bankruptcy, and her mother did the same thing in, in 2012. So marrying Prince Harry would give her a very different future. 
Yes, I think she's doing well herself. Mm -hmm. But it's true that in America, people tend to file for bankruptcy because the law allows them to. And um, you know, following 2008 um, crisis, real estate crisis, a lot of people file for bankruptcy basically to sort of get rid of the real estate that they had acquired. But yeah, I mean, well, I'm sure she's doing well. I mean, she's successful. She will see another world by dating Prince Harry, but I'm sure also that in her world, there's quite a lot of very young and uh, young, eligible, uh, wealthy uh, men that she could uh, also be, you know, be friendly with. Humanitarian questions are also quite close to her, her heart, and she's mentioned it at vacations, and she's been to Rwanda to help with the Clean Water Initiative and, and spoke at the United Nations when she gave a speech on the International Women's Day about feminism and about writing to the First Lady at that time, Hillary Clinton, uh, and campaign for Protect and Gamblers soap ad to change, um, to change the commercials. Let's listen to a clip from what she um, said about that. Distinguished ladies and gentlemen, I am... Um tremendously honored to be UN Women's Advocate for political participation and leadership. I am proud to be a woman and a feminist. And this evening, I am extremely proud to stand before you on this significant day, which serves as a reminder to all of us of how far we've come, but also a mid-celebration, a reminder of the road ahead. I want to tell you a story that'll sort of give context to my being here and my work with UN Women. When I was just 11 years old, I unknowingly and somehow accidentally became a female advocate. It was around the same time as the Beijing conference, so a little over 20 years ago where in my hometown of Los Angeles, a pivotal moment reshaped my notion of what is possible. See, I had been in school watching a TV show in elementary school, and um, this commercial came on with the tagline for this dishwashing liquid, and the tagline said, women all over America are fighting greasy pots and pans. Two boys from my class said, yeah, that's where women belong, in the kitchen. I remember feeling shocked and angry and also just feeling so hurt. It just wasn't right and something needed to be done. So. I went home and I told my dad what had happened. And he encouraged me to write letters. So I did. To the most powerful people I could think of. Now, my 11-year-old self worked out that if I really wanted someone to hear me, well, then I should write a letter to the First Lady. So off I went, scribbling away to our First Lady at the time, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I um, also put pen to paper and I wrote a letter to my news source at the time, Linda Ellerby, who hosted a kids' news program. And then, 
to powerhouse attorney Gloria Allred. Because even at 11, I wanted to cover all my bases. <laughs> Finally, I wrote to the soap manufacturer. And a few weeks went by, and to my surprise, I received letters of encouragement from Hillary Clinton, from Linda Ellerby, and from Gloria Allred. It was amazing. The kids' news show, they sent a camera crew to my home to cover the story. And it was roughly a month later when the soap manufacturer, Procter & Gamble, changed the commercial for their ivory clear dishwashing liquid. <laughs> they changed it from women all over America are fighting greasy pots and pans to people all over America. I think that also that probably that sort of um, humanitarian side of Meghan has been one of the attractions for Prince Harry, who's himself very involved with Invictus, uh, a charity to help wounded soldiers, and also with a charity that is very close to his heart called Sentibali. Uh, there was recently a very good documentary about him and Sentibali, and Sentibali is um, about helping children from the uh, kingdom of Lesotho in South Africa and um, he's, he's spent over the last 10 years um, a lot of time there promoting, helping, recently inaugurated the, uh, the new centre and uh, from what he says in this very good ITV documentary, it's very, very close to his heart. So that probably sort of, uh, you know, her interest, his interest, it probably means that they had a lot in common and a lot of uh, passions in common. I think you're right, and Megan has also described how her mother raised her as a global citizen, travelling to places like Mexico when she saw um, children playing on, on dirt roads, trying to bring home a few extra pesos. It opened her eyes to sometimes quite harsh reality and real poverty. Her mother explained to her, don't be scared, be aware, but don't be afraid. She said in the past that she never wants to be a lady who lunches. She's always wanted to be a woman who works and this is the type of work that feeds my soul and fuels my purpose. I think that sounds like a perfect modern princess role model. Well, yeah, I mean, she's, I mean, for me, she's, uh, she sounds and looks like a great girl to be with. Whether it's going to end up with a, an appearance on the balcony of Buckingham Palace, waving to the crowd, um, I don't know. Uh, Harry is, as, as sort of in a way, often bullied his way into the things and the, 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 the causes that he wants to defend. Um, so let's see how he does with that one. But it's not going to be an easy relationship um, because whether you like it or not, her background, uh, her religion, her uh, status as a divorcee will raise a lot of eyebrows and, and it's not going to be easy. But let's hope that love conquers all. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.